Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. We're back with another episode of the Elf Bikes Podcast, Wednesday Wobblies. Fucking no. It's giving the everyday battler a voice, deleting head noise one laugh at a time. Let's crack a better beer, or you can't. You're about to go to night shift, but yep. I will be cracking a better beer. And if you're wondering if my voice is permanently raped, no, it isn't. It was uh, <laughs> a couple of, a little back-to-backer that we're back doing. Back-to-back so. to get it out for you guys. Yeah, get it out for you guys before we got some shit going on. Probably kids, night shift, all that sort of shit. So um, we're going to hear from you fucking sickos. And if you want to get involved with the Wednesday Wobblies, win yourself a carry-on cap and a better beer pack, get on to us at 07-3102-3932. And um, big Quentin will pick the good ones. But um, CTC, the big man, the fella that was fucking... Off tap over at fucking Perth. I'll tell you what, if there's one cunt who can fucking rip in and fits in with us so well, it's the big knuckler from CTC. The big knuckler. I'll drink piss with that man any day of the fucking week. What a fucking morale booster and just a good cunt to have around, eh? Fuck, he made me laugh. So oh, dead set, mate. He's just, a fu- he's just us, eh? Just fits in with us fucking unreal. Like peas and carrots. <laughs> This fucking good stuff. But anyway, the big fella, thecountrycompanies.com, if you want to head there and get any hat that he's already got ready to go. And for all the awesome designs that you want to make yourselves, go to countrytruckercaps.com for businesses or fucking piss-ups and that. The hat that he actually made for us was unreal too. The CTC one had UFC 284 on the side, had Alpha Blokes, and then he's... Um, Invested in yeah, the Drink West, title of Vasa's, Pedro's yeah. bit. Yeah. So we were rolling that around, and he was flicking them out to fucking some pretty deadly cunts. Pretty sure he got a Volk one, Dan Hooker a hat, Logan Paul's crew. Jamie, like, Jamie Malarkey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jamie Malarkey, so. Yeah, Logan Paul's security guard. Fucking, <laughs> he's a legend, that cunt, eh? He's good, but um, let's let's start things off with his proper true yarn. I want to see how he goes, because if he's anything like us, he'd be fucking yeah, scattered. Be wounded. <laughs> Strap in, it's time again for Knuckles Proper Tree Yarn. Yeah, legends, just Knuckles calling up the uh, Proper Tree Yarn of the Week. I uh, hope your fucking domes aren't too sore from the full send in Perth that we had, but uh, yeah, fair session, fair play on, boys. Anyway, this yarn happened uh, when I was apprentice. We had a diesel fitter by the name Kieran Burchard. Anyway, old Birchie, he, um, he could never shit in a normal toilet. He always used to fucking take the disabled one. Anyway, 
another crane driver and crew by the name of Ant. Anyway, old Ant's voice was like real squeaky. I still talk like that, like just full. Like he was just had this most squeaky. Yeah, he's a perverted little fuck. Anyway, anyway, old Ant, he's got the colostomy back. And um, she must have been super full this one day, and uh, Alberti's chucking the turd on the turd and um, on the toilet. And next thing you hear this, <laughs> anyway, Alberti fucking didn't know what the fuck is going on, and old Ants outside banging like fuck. Anyway. <laughs> the old fucking colostomy bag, Birchie's opened the door and she's just fucking exploded. Cool. Everywhere. All over fucking Birchie's fucking legs. She's, he's just overfilled this fucking thing. But, um, yeah, just wondering if you lads any had any fucking colostomy bag yarns or dramas or things. Uh, yeah, he, um, same fella, a bit of a sick topic. He got uh, banned from sharing out of work because he, he used to fucking empty it down the grates. Oh. Which is a uh, pretty rank. Anyway, Rider Boys, fucking in ya. On ya, bruh. There's a few of those sort of yarns getting thrown around over there, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be flying the wall. Oh, bud. He, um, old ant with the colostomy bag. <laughs> Bit on Can't there. say I know a bloke with one. No, but yeah, oh, yeah, I've known a few mates over the years who've had dramas and stuff like that, but yeah. um, I didn't really share any wild stories. Nah. <laughs> Oh, fucking hell. Right, oh, good on you, bruss. <laughs> Let's go, Quentin. Thanks, Let's... Knuckler. Who's, uh, who's picking today? You, you are, you Thomas. Are. Thomas. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Don't right. worry, you got a prime variety. Right yeah, everyone will... wants this fucking Write hand. some notes down, cunt. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sieve. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, let's go. Ah. 16 mil fucking sieve. <laughs> Boys, it's the Hungarian Caesarian with the largest parcel in Newcastle calling up with a yarn. So I've just completed the big trip to the tip, the big Cape Yorker. Ever since I've gotten back, I've just been shitting out red sandcastles. Like fucking no tomorrow. That red dust gets fucking everywhere. Anyway, about half an hour south from the tip, we come across this big fucking Jayco caravan. And the cunt had just absolutely exploded on the side of the road. I mean, it looked like the cunt had just rolled it fucking everywhere. I reckon because it's Jayco, it's just unbolted from the chassis and just exploded everywhere. But, I mean, there was fucking kids' bicycles everywhere, the whole fucking kit and caboodle on the side of the road. So me and me mate pulled up, just jumped out, have a quick look at it. And then this fucking dingy ranger pulls up behind us. Now, a Ford ranger, not the fucking park ranger. And, I mean, the cunt had probably, what, three fucking windows still intact. And this bloke hops out and he's got 14 holes in his Akuba. He's got the Dolly Parton short jean shorts on, the RM belt, the Columbia shirt on with four teeth in his fucking mouth. And he looks at us and goes, You boys right? And we went, yeah, mate, yeah, all good, not us. And he goes, oh, fucking anything good in the wreckage? <laughs> and I went, oh, I don't, I don't know, mate, you know, come have a look, blah, blah, blah. Then he runs over and he starts fucking asking us for tools so we can unbolt the fucking gas bottle from the front of it. He wants me high lift jack to get the fucking wheel set off it and the old kit. And then, fuck me, he finds the fridge. He fucking pulls out a can of beans and a can of spaghetti. And he just looks at us with this fucking subtle grin and says, you boys were here first. Do you want the beans or the scurdy? <laughs> and I said, mate, that's fucking all yours. I tell you what, this bloke did not have the largest cork in Cape York. But anyway, fuck me, he was a character. We got yarning with him for a bit and anyway, we fucked off pretty quick after that. Anyway, boys, stay out of yourselves. Love what you're doing. Keep it up. yoo Oh, wow. That's going to be one to beat, mate. That's a ripper yarn. Oh, I want the beans or the skeddy. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those old country blokes, eh? Hey, just fucking oh, eccentric man. as anything. See, that's what we can't offer right now. A yarn that, like, that's why this episode's good. The people are pulling us two out of the shit. You know what I mean? We today. don't have the energy like that today to just hit them with 
probably the same last episode, and here they are just steaming in with that sort of energy and yarn. It's Good. fucking great. Well done, brother. That's well, it's in the lead because it's first. <laughs> but it'll be hard to beat. Fucking Tommy, Cam, and fucking Quinny. Here you going, boys. I fucking love what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Jeez, it's fucking Lungbuster Bruce here from fucking Central Queensland. <laughs> now, I've got a bit of a fucking dilemma. I don't know. I think there needs to be an investigation into this shit. Now, when I was a fucking kid, you'd always see white dog shit everywhere. You know, you'd be playing footy in the fucking front yard with your fucking mates and then you'd see a white dog shit. You'd pick it up and fucking throw it at your fucking mate's head. It'd explode in a big puff of white fucking smoke on his fucking skull. It was funny as fuck. Now, boys, where the fuck is all the white dog shit gone? Have you seen white dog shit? Well, I fucking haven't. I mean, searching everywhere for some white dog shit. (laughs) And there's none around. Now, what's going on? Is it the fucking chemicals in the fucking food these days? The, the dog's fucking evolved. Their guts is fucking different in some way. I don't know. What's going on? But anyway, I think there should be a fucking investigation into this because I haven't seen a white dog turd in fucking years, man. Well, you fucking go and have a look for white dog shit. I bet you can't find any. All right, boys. That's my fucking carry-on. Right, uh, keep up your good work and fucking go and get stuffed, you fucking assholes. Okay, <laughs> bye-bye now. <laughs> that was good. Wow. Well, look, I was going to say... I, well, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. And I was thinking, I wonder if it's just because just I clean it up and hose it into the ground at my house, but... I don't think I've seen it since fucking... Nah, like, man, kid now, man. Now that he says that, that's fucking wild. What's to say I there? I say too many bones, too much calcium. So, yes, in the early 90s, we finally learned that feeding cooked bones to dogs was dangerous as the bones could splinter and cause serious internal injuries. Oh... And we start, and we also started to pick up more dog poo. That's what I thought when I heard the call. I'm like, like people, oxidated. People are a lot more stricter in picking up shit mm. now. At the moment. Yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah. Right. Um, so go up, go to the top. Coif. Um, most of us haven't seen those white wonders since our childhood. In fact, it seems like they disappeared around the late '80s or early '90s. But that also coincides with some significant changes in our fur. Yeah, very family's lives and lifestyles. So I think he said, like I said before, different food, not as many like cooked bones and shit like that. Does that mean the calcium levels are down? I don't know. Because they're saying we don't feed them as many bones and fucking... Must just be cooked bones, like I said before. That's what must do it. Mm. That's crazy though, like... Without diving into the science too much because we're two cooked chooks at the moment, <laughs> but the um that is wild though. I eh? like I I definitely nah. agree with him. It's not like you walk everywhere and see white dog turds. Anyway, keep an eye out. Tag us in a white dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> or have you got a bit more scientific um exclama- um yeah that word. Move on. <laughs> Moving on. If you're a vet. Call in. Uh, yeah. Tag us in white dog turds. Fuck, we are busted. <laughs> How you going, cocksuckers? Um, got a bloody dog name for you. I was listening to your podcast a while ago and you said something about fucking shit dog names or something like that. Anyway, my old man, he had a fucking dog name, mate. And it was a good fucking, good name for the dog. It was a good dog and that. Um, yeah, it's his mate. But it wasn't real good because one day we were bloody driving the cattle down this fucking public road and this fucking derelict come along, driving along and um, the fucking dogs ran out in front of it and fucking dad yelled out, watch where you're fucking going mate, get out of the road mate or something like that, anyway this bloke's fucking come out, thought he thought my old man was talking to him and he's come up come on there, you want to fucking go I'll have you, and dad's just like, what the fuck are you on about, I don't know and he's like, oh, well, if you, if you want to fucking hit me, go ahead. I don't know what, what your problem is. And then, yeah, then the bloke got his car and fucked off. And 
dad just looked at us and all of us and was like, what the fuck was his problem? <laughs> and we said, oh, I think you thought, I think you thought he was talking to him and not your dog. And we thought, and like, oh, fuck, that'll be right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's uh, probably a shit dog name. Righto, fuckers, I'm out of here. Please. Definitely, definitely in public anyway. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Mate. That's pretty funny though. I, uh, you, you have can, shit there? You can call a dog whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Like as in you can't call children whatever you want, but dogs, you can call them whatever the fuck you want. People That's are trying, but with these kid names, they're getting fucking pretty outrageous. Oh, yeah, they are getting outrageous. Yeah, it's fucking, um, it's pretty wild. The kids are going, but we won't get into the kids' names again. But, um, yeah. All right, moving on. Tommy Ken. Hey, we'll be laughing the Goldie, mate. Uh, boys, it seems I've got it all wrong. Um, being a 1940s big wife, fucking housewife, Reader's Digest, fucking John Laws fan is all the rage. Um, I guess, uh, first time caller. Long time listener, it's all the rage. Anyway, carry on, boys. I like it. I like the abuse. Anyway, uh, don't get rotters. Get the rotters. Ripping up, boys. Yeah, you have to apologise. I didn't really get the first fucking... That's the bloke who called up initially complaining about... Oh, listener, first time. Oh, was it? <laughs> oh, because he's because been... <laughs> he's been like a feature of the show since. Oh, yeah, isn't hasn't he? Yes. Oh, yeah. can you actually play that again? I just want to hear sure. the start of it now that I know that that's him. Yeah. Tommy can quit. Uh, we'll be laughing the Goldie, mate. Uh, boys, it seems I've got it all wrong. Um, being a nineteen forties big wife, fucking housewife. Reader's Digest, fucking John Laws fan, is all the rage. Um, I guess uh, first time caller, long time listener, it's all the rage. Anyway, carry on, boys. I like it. I like the abuse. Anyway, uh, don't get rotters. Get the rotters. Get the note, boys. Oh, how good. How good. That, that's fucking Thank fuck all. for you, Quinn, because we would have just gone, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that is so good because since then, that has been such a funny thing saying, first time listener, like, <laughs> get that into you, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I said, how good, though. And then return and serve like that, not getting the shits, just going, yeah, love the abuse. Like as in <laughs> fucking, how good. Bring it on. I love it. Fucking well done, brother. You fucking added to the show and you didn't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Double play. Yeah, that's right. Well done, brother. Moving on. G'day, boys. Backdoor Benny here. He's calling up about the burrito bandit. Same thing happened to a mate of mine in construction. I used to bring two Powerades in every day. Some cunt would take one or smoke every time he came back to get his other one. So what did he do? He started pumping loads in one. Yep. <laughs> And absolutely got this bloke. One day he's put a couple of loads into the car on the way, put the two Gatorade bottles in the fridge and uh, come back from Smoko and one's missing. See? Oh. Stitch up, wouldn't it? Thanks, boys. Love your work. See ya. <laughs> His fucking skin and hair would have been um, improved. Wouldn't you see a floating load in a Gatorade? You're telling me, bud, you don't see a load in a Gatorade. When you're giving it a little look. Yeah, it's a pretty see-through bottle, eh? Yeah, man. I'll have to blow a load in the game. Maybe it's thin. Maybe it's... Science. Imagine it thinning out, like, in the cap. Oh, floating up. Floating up the top. And he, like, half... You know, you're half closed because you're not finished with those little drapes. Like a string from your lips. Yeah. <laughs> Cop that cunt. Yeah, you enjoy, maybe you enjoyed it. your blue cum, you fucking. Hate <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mic. Oh, well, yeah. Play get on. Here, cunt. <laughs> fucking get it in here. <laughs> blue load. Tommy, Cam, you mad cunt. Just a quickie because I'm in a fucking rush. I've had a debacle with the fucking missus. About putting 
chocolate in the fridge. Fucking weird cunts. Just want to get your opinion. Like, not melting your fucking hands, soft, but it's got to be soft enough so just a little bit of chocolate's melted on your fingers. Now, my missus, on the other hand, likes it in the fridge. As you fucking bite it, you fucking break your teeth and it pisses me the fuck off. Fucking Janet, you little fucker. Shout out to oh, I'm I'm completely fifty fifty. I I'm just have it, however I take it on the day. Yeah, I heard that about you. Yeah. What about you, Quinn? Well, I've kind of cut off it after being a healthy boy. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'd go free. Yeah, no chocolate pies out there, is oh, there? I'm, <laughs> I'm literally the opposite to that bloke. I um. I've said before that I'm not a chocolate fan at all, but mm. for for example, Easter time as a kid, I used to break all my chocolate up, put it in a dish, and put it in the freezer, bro. Yeah, because I like Heck. cold. I like cold chocolate yep. if I if I'm gonna like it. So I'm literally, I might literally be going, what the fuck? But yeah, that's me. I'm uh, not a fan of hot chocolate at all. Nah, fridge for sure. That makes me thirsty thinking about hot chocolate, like as in sticky Sticking chocolate to the roof like that. Oh. I need a drink just well, this is me. I'll have a Kit Kat room temp. Mm. Uh, a bit of calamari uh caramello Caramello. In the fridge. That's See, me. Kit Kat's got a bit of wafer there to break That's what up. I mean, the, yeah. I'm a real breakaway Kit Kat man. I feel like hot chocolate would get your mouth bogged. Definitely you a bit of caramel milk. too. <laughs> too. <laughs> Big chalky boys. Uh. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> hey, boys, Dean A from Dad Kissing Country. Hey, no. hey, got a couple of things for you. First one, latest episode, Burrito Bandit. Hey, I had someone a couple of years ago that was pinching food out of a fridge. Worked out who it was after someone had busted him but never said nothing to him. So when I found when he was going to be on, I made what he was pinching. But what I did is I found a bunch of fucking cigarette butts and I made some chili oil from Carolina Reapers, soaked the cigarette butts in it, put it through what he was eating, wrapped it all up nice and tight in a bit of fucking bitter bread, let the cunt have a fucking munch. Apparently he didn't like it too much. Oh. Don't know why. Second one, mate, give a shout-out to fucking good neighbours. These cunts are a rare breed. Mate, I've got a neighbour, been a neighbour for about five years. Mate, I see him on my camera all the time. Decides to mow my lawn on his ride on because he's got nothing else to do after he's done his lawn. Good Mate, shout out to fucking champion neighbours. Rare mm. breed, but they are out there. On your boys, keep up the good work. No, you are right. And I feel like I've um I've got one. Like I've got the bloke who lives next to me, man. He um like I said, we just without saying it, whoever mows first just does that up to the driveway of the other blokes thing. And then the other neighbour Although he leaves his grass grow really long, he's like it's not like you hear from him. The street is sweet. There's no fucking dogs next to us barking. I'm fucking happy, man. It's yeah. good. That's all you ask for, eh? Yeah. All you ask for is just not a fucking. And that is hard, like you said, rare breed. It is, mate. It really is. Hey, how while we're on this topic, I saw something in the carry on group about this bloke fucking having a big go about um apparently someone put a letter in old mate's mailbox about his big great Dane saying that he was going to do something like take it out or poison it or something because it's fucking barking during the day. And old mate was pretty much – and he's saying, oh, what a grub putting this in there or whatever. And I'm like – my thoughts on it are don't ever fucking bait anyone's dogs. That's fucked. If they're barking on that, go up and have a chat to them. And then if they don't do anything about their barking dog throughout the day – then you start taking fucking actions there, and it isn't baiting their dog. No. But, like, it shit me. Like, oh, mate sort of just goes, oh, yeah, and he wasn't even doing anything wrong and just barks through the day a bit. Fucking barks through the day a bit, cunt. Like, as in, that is doing something wrong. Yeah. If you have a dog, and I fucking love me dogs, like I said, they're your responsibility through the day. If you're not going to be there, you need to figure out a way to stop your dogs from barking while you're not there. It's as simple as that, man, eh? Because, no, like, you might have shift workers there. Not even shift workers, man. Just if you're at home on a Sunday, you shouldn't have to fucking put up with a barking dog, man. No. You know what I mean? Just, 
Yeah, so it's a two-way street, that. Don't fucking bait other people's dogs and be a fucking, just a grown-up about it. Yeah, don't bait it. Open the gate. Let the cunt out. <laughs> but, you know, just go and have a chat to them, though, eh? Just be like, mate, do you realise that I think dog- if you're threatening straight up, that's bullshit. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'd like to say that he's already been over and he's told him to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably. If that's coming in the mail, like, Straight up. Surely. Surely you don't do Everyone that. Everyone wants to go and voice their opinion first before they go and write a letter. Well, because what you got to realise too is, though, a lot of dogs fucking um, do it when you're not home. Yeah, So, like, if right. no one ever tells you, you don't know that so your dog is doing So, maybe sent that. two no's, like, just to let you know in case you don't. Yeah. The way the way he worded it, it was pretty much like, oh, mate, just come in and fucking put this thing in there. And you do have those people. Oh, for like sure. This. So, like I said, it's a two-way street, but my thing is, if you are that neighbour and you've got a barking dog, go and have a chat to the fucking person when they're home and make them aware of the situation and give them a little bit of time to sort it out. And then if they don't, that's when you can start being the cranky cunt. Yeah. You know? So, anyway. Glad I'm out in the sticks. <laughs> yeah. I've got the worst neighbour on earth. <laughs> do you? <laughs> Bruh. I've got like we've got a weird triangle because we've got a house behind us, as well. So three neighbours, yeah. um, both people behind us, unreal, very cool. Like um, he's a policeman, so oh. like he's pretty good to have a chat with. Mm. Next to us, I think he works seven seven, or they work seven seven. Whoever works there, <laughs> and <laughs> seven when he's home, bro, just tunes for eighty six hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just lives for the better. Fucking doesn't stop. Just through the whole, like, I reckon up until day five. And then he gets, sleeps for two days and goes back to work. Really? And then I don't think there's anybody in the house next to us at the moment. But, yeah, there's a bit going on. So, Street. So, um, <laughs> so, oh, mate, just fucking, do you reckon he's on the see-through didgeridoo? I think so. But that's why it's good to have the bloke behind us. Because mm. he keeps an ear out for, like, what's going on and everything, so... Yeah. yeah, fucking bit on. What, and he just fucking pumps tunes just flat out. Yeah. And it's shit tunes too. Oh, <laughs> true. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Mm. That's dramas, eh? <laughs> I, did, like, I feel sorry for you, bro. If you've had a shit neighbour before, you just... There's not much worse, honestly, than and feeling wor- angry in your own home. That's right, yeah. And not being able to just go over and knock the cunt out because we don't live in that dying age. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine back in the day. Oh, you can't turn that shit down. Oh, you know yeah, yeah. Right up. Yeah. Anyway. Move on. Moving on. Hey, fuckers! <laughs> it's Bill Bogagas. The fucking biggest gorge in St. George. Now, I've got a few things to cover here. All right? Now, first of all, how the fuck are you going? Good, bro. Good, mate. Yeah, I'm good. Hey, That's good. Second of all, now, cakes of soap in your house, are they there to clean you? They are, aren't they? Right? But every fucker uses them to clean the dirt off themselves, and then you come along and jump in the shower to clean yourself. Now, is that making you dirty? Or is it making you clean? Bit of head noise for you, Tommy. Anyway, third of all, uh, how do you know a blonde's been on your computer? There's white out all over the screen, boys. <laughs> Catch it, cunts! <laughs> I think it's like right. the white dog poo. I don't, I don't keep fucking soap bars in the house anymore. I think they're disgusting. Uh, yeah, it, it is weird. It is a weird way of thinking about it, how like the, the outside layer of the soap comes off with the dirt, which makes it clean if you wash it after yeah. in the water. But, big body wash fan, the only time I use a cake of soap is if I have to pack lightly. Like, if I have to go, let's say you got to go, which I use doesn't them happen, the, I use all. them at the, like, when I was working away. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, if you're going and you don't want to pack a fuckload of shit and you just want to have a little toiletry bag, you might have a little loofah and a bar of soap. And, like, even with a bar of soap with a loofah or a hand scrubbing thing, <clears throat> you put the soap on that, like, lather it up and then wash yourself. I don't really grab a fucking cake of soap and wash me, but I'm so used to having to scrub coal and shit off me 
<clears throat> that you need a bit of go in you to to clean yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd go get those ones from. Um, I think Bunnings got them those Seb Seb Tune ones with a bit of grid in it. Yeah, definitely went. Remember, like just the amount of coal in your pores. Oh, yeah, thank fuck oh, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah, fucking good riddance, bruh. <laughs> I'll just be lathering in fucking coconut body wash, baby. <laughs> fuck off, Buzz. So. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, Josh O from fucking dad kissing country down here in Newcastle, New South Wales. Josh O. Just catching up on a couple of potties. I'm up to the uh, episode 87 on the Wednesday Wobblies. Some blokes called up with a carry on about little pea platers driving up to, I'm guessing, the mines in their little Suzuki Swifts and stuff. Hey, I completely understand where he's coming from, but I've got a Toyota Hilux. Love the thing to bits, but there's no fucking way I'm driving 50 to an hour up to the mines with the fuel prices that they are. Fucking what a joke they are. I've got a little Toyota Echo that I'm going to be taking up there. The cunt is a fucking weapon. Anyway, I'll leave is with a joke. What's green and smells like bacon? Kermit the Frog's fingers. <laughs> Righto, catch your cunts. Stay out of yourselves. Oh, I have heard that one. That's a, that one I did first hear it. I was like, yeah, nice. Yeah. Pretty good one. Um, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, I got nothing against having the little fucking thing that's good on fuel. It's just you just got to accept the fact that you might fucking get skittled by a roo and write the cunt off. But that's about it. That's about it. You know, if you. If you, if you don't have many ruse or it's actually a really good time to have a little shit box and I haven't been close to hitting a roo fucking touch wood can't here we go for um for ages because I feel like it's so green everywhere yeah like when it's dry as fuck and the only moisture is beside the road from the dew and they're it makes the, the green pick they're all beside the road but at the moment they don't need to be so I feel like it's probably the best time ever to drive a little shit box out of the mines because they're not all huddled around the road. Yeah, once it starts drying out again, you'll just see yeah, everyone man. taking their proper cars. Oh, you'll, you'll see a lot more fucking... Like, I think they're getting lulled into a false sense of security. When it dries out again, bud, there's going to be little fucking Hyundai Getzes and I-30s and shit just scattered all over the joint. Yeah, Jackie Legs will be in your fucking back seat. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, that's right, man. If you get a decent enough rule and it hops as you fucking hit it, it's coming straight in your windscreen. <laughs> and if the cunt's still half alive, you have a bit on. Oi, just a quick one. Me and the missus got invited out to this fucking party from these people we hardly ever knew, but we decided we'd go. And the bloke who was running the party... Fucking six beers, couple of rums deep. Become an absolute grub, fucking trying to chat the missus up and fucking being a grub, being a proper dog. Anyway, instead of getting angry, missus turns around and says, don't get angry, don't fight, come on, let's go home. And I thought, I can't let this cunt get away with this. Anyway, instead of fucking doing a kangaroo drop, Fucking any dunny or anything, I thought I'd give him a present that would last for fucking ever. Went into his kitchen, pulled his butter out of the fridge, put it in the microwave, heated it up, dropped the shit, it sunk to the bottom, I put it back in the fridge. Now that cunt's going to have a present until he finishes his butter and works out what's happened. Enjoy that on your toast. Anyway, <laughs> see you later, motherfuckers. Fucking hell, he's put a bit of work in. I would have just knocked the cunt out. <laughs> no, see, that's smart, bro. That's unreal. And the amount of time it would have took for fucking that bloke. His missus would have been getting proper tuned up. Like, to get through to the shit. Like, it would have oh, took him... Oh, yeah, definitely. It would have took him, like, a... If he's a, a toast driller of note, yeah. it might have took him a week and a half 
to get to the turd. But imagine just doing your first scraper butter, getting your second one, and here's a brown wave just coming oh, off the butter knife. Oh, nice. Oh. And he thought it was the Vegemite, so he kept going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's fucking excellent, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. A bit more time in his day than me. Jeez, it was a solid turd for being on the piss. Had to let it just sink to the bottom. <laughs> like a fucking headshot on a brick wall. <laughs> yeah. That's been late. Uh, after that weekend. <laughs> oh, anyway. That's a scenario when you don't do spontaneous um, things no, and it backfires. You don't go laying a solid turd in a butter when you're on a bender. <laughs> no, I was talking more like spontaneous about like going out to a party where you don't really know them that well. Yeah. Here we are. Just got on an Irish box party but. Don't know them at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't get off. You have some wins. Yeah, that's right. Don't. Have some wins, have some losses. Shit in the butter. Don't shit in the butter. Moving on. <laughs> G'day, boys. It's Luke. I don't know if this is a carry-on or not, but what the fuck is the fucking go with dickhead employees at fucking KFC whacking way too much mayo on your fucking Zinger burger? Now, you boys seem to be like, Takeaway connoisseurs, but yeah, just want your views on it. Cheers. I'm not a KFC burger eater, so I have to leave that to you. Yeah, I'm. If I'm going for a burger, it's definitely. I agree with you, man. It's definitely not KFC. I think out of the fast food chains, I'm a Hungry Jack's burger slut. I think they've got the burger thing covered. Yep. Um, yeah. So, but. I don't. I think the but mayo, too much mayo on anything. Yeah, I agree. Besides it's the chat, yeah, yeah. Besides yeah. the chat game, a bit on, on your burger. Not a fan. What about you, Quinn? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Yeah, I was too thought much you were mayo to say, on your omelet. I thought you were about to say I don't <laughs> eat burgers, and I was just going to have to coward punch you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, burgers. That'll be right. Right, I, I fucking, shut it down I here. fucking miss him. I tell you, but yeah, I'm, I'm staying committed. Yeah, good no, stuff, you're doing mate. good, mate. The um. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I haven't really copped too much mayo on a um, on a Zinger burger yet. I'm not a mayo fan in general. Aren't you? No. Yeah, righto. I feel like a lot of those burgers, like the um, Bacon Deluxe from fucking from Hungry Jack's, I'm a massive fan of that burger. Is that mayo on that or is that a special sauce? Oh, I've never had it. Haven't you? No. Oh, I'll be fucked. Haven't you? No. Can't. <laughs> And you go to and you're a hungry Jack's connoisseur and you haven't got a bacon deluxe. I just like barbecue and mustard. That's why I go to that barbecue Angus. Can't can you do me a favor? Just please get a bacon deluxe burger and tell me how it goes. Yeah, right. And be open to it. Is don't, it chicken? Don't, oh shit, no. No, it's bacon. No, it's a beef bacon. burger, bro. Yeah, it, I'm a slut. Like that that's like my favorite tasting burger, I reckon. Yeah, nice. It's fucking really good. So just tell me how that goes anyway. Well. But yeah, Hungry Jacks, the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. They are. Like, I, They've I, really I, gone the big lift lately. And remember when they changed their chips years ago? Like as in, and they made them those thicker, crunchy ones? Yeah. They're fucking good chips. I reckon they're underrated. Mm. Hungry Jacks chips. Yeah. I still, I was getting all excited. I still like KFC more. The chips? Yeah. I feel like though... I like um, them half soggy. Oh, do you? Yeah, no. I'm like a bit of a fan. I feel like... If they're both as fresh as they can be, I like KFC. But I feel like Hungry Jacks perform at a better level chip-wise more often. Like, I always get the fucking soggy cunts at KFC. But if you like them soggy, yeah. Anyway, look at us just fucking just piping up when it comes to fast food. <laughs> just fucking, well, we just got, got, got plenty to say. We've got the regs for it. That's right. Fucking talk to me, bruh. <laughs> Hey, listen, guys, I've got a joke for you. There's a barrage driving a camel up through Alice Springs, and uh, he goes through the first pub, and the blokes look at him and say, oh, Jesus, look at this smelly cunt in the camel. And uh, he didn't think of it, so he drove past the second pub, and um, the blokes in the pub say, hey, mate, what's your camel, a male or a female? He goes, mate, it's a female. And we said, well, how do you know that? He said, because when I drove past, past the first pub, they said, look at the smelly cut in the camel. And I've got one more for you. Little Sally in the classroom doing religious instructions. And um, the teacher says, any, anybody know the first pub that goes to um, heaven? 
little Sally goes, oh, no, miss, oh, no, miss. The teacher said, what's that, Sally? She goes, the legs. Why is that, Sally? She said, because when I walked in Mum and Dad's bedroom the other day, Mum's got her legs in the air saying, God, I'm fucking coming. <laughs> Cheers, guys. I was thinking during that, I'm like, why did I leave this in? And then I remembered that. So, oh, uh, that's fucking... Yeah. Uh, I didn't get that first one. The oh, camel's sinky. Smelly cunt on a camel, yeah. So, yeah, I get it. Shit. But that fucking second one. Yeah, that was, that was a belter. That was good, mate. Good work. He's redeeming himself. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one to last. I think it's better leaving. <clears throat> if you're going to shit, tell a shit joke. At least you got a good one up its ass. Yeah. It's better than telling a good one than leaving us with a shit. That's you know right. Yes. Like the butter. <laughs> hey, blokes, gents, lads. Ben, North Yorkshire correspondent here from the UK. So, I was just listening to the podcast when you're on about uh, penises and drawing penises and penises being left everywhere. Well, I'm the catering industry legend of this. And back in 2010, uh, I worked at a, a pub in North Yorkshire and we used to draw penises everything. Mainly cars in car park, customers' cars in car park. Anyway, the one member of the staff's car we used to always draw a massive cock on. Squirting cock, balls, everything. Anyway, she used to always rub them off before she'd go home. But we drew one on roof once. I mean, this cock was massive. It had airy balls, massive shaft, big bell end, loads of squirting spunk coming out of it. Anyway, she hadn't seen it. She goes home, parks up, comes in next day. She walks into the kitchen. She's like, I need to have a word with you. Like, why? What's wrong? She goes, I got home last night and this morning I woke up. My dad's looking out at the window making a cup of tea and he says, Catherine, can you tell me why there's a three-foot gentleman's member with airy balls and with... Liquid coming out of the shaft. Well, whoa, he wasn't happy like, and she wasn't happy when she came in. Oh, anyway, legends, I think you're doing a brilliant job. And uh, we're out for Yorkshire. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. That's fucking from the big, big male cock. member. The big cock. That's fucking awesome. You t- it's funny, like, the way he explained the old boy, you can tell old mate was just like, like one of those real serious. Straight up and down. Straight up and down, cunts. Imagine living your whole life like that. I, f- I actually feel sad. I feel sad for some people that, that are like that. Because I'm just like, do they have fun? Like, as in, what is their fun in life? Like, what do they get out of a good day? Like, as in, at the end of their I life. I like making those people feel like they're the dumbest humans on earth. In what way? Like, just, like, how do you have to be like that? And then just try to run them through. How do you not laugh at that? Or what's going yeah, on in your day? Yeah, what's happening, bruts? What are you what are you doing? That's right, man. Like, you see people that just can't, like, yeah, they just don't have a laugh at anything and just super serious the whole time. You just go, I'll be fucked. Are you going to do that your whole life and die for what? Fuck ha, that. gay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong and with those gay. people are probably real. Um, what do you call it? What was that bloke we worked with? He was not about the gays, but oh. I reckon he'd seen a few up close. Homophobic. Homophobic. Yeah, homophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, like we'll tell jokes about gay people, like we do about everyone. But I couldn't give a fuck who's gay. I've been around who's so what? many of those people that have like not laughed at something. Yeah. Going, oh, who's this weirdo? Oh man, but it, like just and some. People, of the- like, I hate just people that get offended. Like you, you should not hang around me. It's pretty straight and narrow. Like a lot of people, we've met new misses and stuff like that, and go, "Oh, can you just tone it down?" Fuck that. Don't, yeah. don't, <laughs> yeah. don't even bring around. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, right. Hundred percent. It's one of those things where you just get like out. I do read a room sometimes, and you'll be half respectful yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But I'm like, when I'm on the piss with the boys. Yeah, yeah, or that's right. Even even with girls, or you know people, what I'm like. Yeah, if people come to you and it's not like a planned thing, like if it's a planned thing of like a dinner with like your grandparents and everyone else's oldies and that, you'll be a bit that's more like right. right. But don't sit down at the pub with me and then get offended. 
Mm. Oh, mate, you see it all the time with the people's comments online. Like, as in, like, some of those people are those sort of people who just scroll through and just anything that's like, that's what comedy is. It's taking the piss out of something, which is what makes it funny. That's right. And people get offended by it all the time, and you go, holy fuck, have a laugh, you loser. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just so glad that I won't be like that. But it actually literally makes me sad that there's cunts out there that will be like that their whole life. And I'm like, what do you actually enjoy doing? Apart from being a fucking sad cunt. Anyway, shout out to sad cunts. Moving on. No, fuck (laughs) them. Tommy, Jam, and the doctor. (laughs) The doctor. First time listener, long time caller. Got a joke for you. There's a bus full of nuns and they draw off a cliff so that, and they all die. So the next day they rock up at the pearly gates and the first nun walks up to St. Peter and goes, and St. Peter says to her, um, I've got one question for you. Have you ever held a, have you ever touched a penis? And she goes, oh yeah, my pinky touched a penis. And he goes, well, dip your pinky in the holy water and you should be good to go through. So she dips the pinky in the holy water and the pearly gates open up and she goes through to heaven. And then the next sister and nun comes up and, and says, um, St. Peter goes, have you ever ever touched a penis? And she goes, I held one in my hand. And um, and St. Peter goes, oh, I'll put your hand in the holy water and you should be good to go through. So she puts her hand in the holy water and the gates open up and she goes through. St. Peter look, hears a kerfuffle and looks back and and sees Sister Anne pushing in front. And he goes, whoo, what's, what's wrong, Sister Anne? Don't push in front. And um, Sister Anne goes, he goes, what's the hurry? And Sister Anne goes, well, if I'm going to have to gargle this stuff, I want to get in front of Sister Susan, who's going to have to dunk her ass in it. <laughs> Look after yourselves. That's a fucking great joke, that one. Um, I think Taryn might have told that on, on an episode way yeah. back, way back, but it's a fucking ripper. If you haven't heard that one before, it's fucking really good, eh? Oh, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> dunk and a do it in it. Very good. Jobby Keen Quinn, uh, boys, uh, ringing up about the yarn about the circumcision on young fellas, uh, kind of, lol, bit of a serious yarn. Um, I've just had my first son just a few weeks ago. By the time you probably get this, a little bit longer. Um, but about the circumcision, so it's a funny one. We spoke to our obstetrician about it um, through all the pregnancies and stuff. I think I've got the right fucking name there. Um, and basically, we, we asked him, we said, you know, what do you suggest? Like, oh, you know, again, I'm done. Um, you know, my father, he's done. We all see our dad's dicks with the kids. Even if you're not in New South Wales, it's still up in Queensland. Um, but no, and I just said, you know, I I don't know. Like, I'd prefer to because I personally am done. Like, I wouldn't know what you got to fucking do to clean it. Well, not with one. Um, it's hard enough cleaning mine done because it's that little, you got to fucking find it. <laughs> um, but... He suggested, he was. He said it's a rare thing now, or not rare, but not as common as it used to be, simply because of, yeah, what you're just saying about leave it alone as it is. But he said the the for cleanliness and hygiene um, in young fellas, it is, a, it is a bit of a plus to get it done. Um, again, it's a matter of choice. But one thing I want to say as a carry-on is when you do talk to people about it and they go, fucking what are you doing that for? And they carry on and think you're the fucking worst human in the world. And then you tell them a story that you heard off of a doctor where he had to circumcise his kid at 16 years of age because he had um, had an issue and it had to be done. I'd much rather have my kid done at six weeks at fucking 16 years. So that way when his mates see him in the footy showers or something like that with one and then without one a week later, they don't think, what the fuck are you doing? You know, bit of a different yarn here, but let us hear your thoughts. Cheers, boys. Yeah, oh, mate, that's... It's all that's, about running your own race and yeah. what you think as a father is correct. Dude, and it's not like if I... Like I'm about to have a son now, I'm not going to get him cut, but if someone the same time at the hospital did, I'd be like, too easy, man. Like, I, I wouldn't... Would never be like, oh, that's fucked, rah, rah. It's like, oi, 
They're doing that for a fucking reason. And I can see why a dad who's done would want to do it to their son because I can understand him saying, well, I don't know how to look after it. I didn't have one. I didn't get shown to. But any lads out there who, and chicks, if you're having a fucking little boy, just teach them to pull the skin back when they have a piss when they're young and clean under it. That's all you just make it a habit for them, you know? So that that's pretty much all there is to it. But, yeah, definitely. I don't think it's anything worth fucking carrying on about. I just personally don't think it's necessary to do it. But I can definitely understand old mate's point. What do you, you reckon? Have, you'll have fun in teenage years when you got one. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Sensitivity's up. <laughs> it's up. It's up. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't, well, we don't know the other side of it, but... You can't tell me that it'd be more sensitive without no, it on there. No. Be like, fuck no. be like fucking, yeah, no. And why. that's why girls might rather it too, because oh mate, would last longer. Yeah, yeah. It's like having a natural delay gel. I would have dramas if I didn't have one. <laughs> be a bit of dud action going on. <laughs> a bit on. But no, nah, man, I think, yeah, it's definitely one of those, the run like you said, Cam, run your own race thing and just... you got to make the right choices as parents. Mm, that's right. Don't fucking, let anyone tell you otherwise. No, nah, and if someone's doing... If you want to do that for your kids, then fucking good on you. Yeah, fuck what every other cunt reckons. That's what I reckon. Amen. 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 <laughs> Testify. Hey, boys, how are you? Just wanted to get um some advice on someone who's going to be new into the... um. Fly and fly out work. I um, currently fucking work a lot of long hours. Um, you know, fucking gone at dark, sometimes like, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. Home at fucking 8 o'clock at night, so I don't really have the best of social life with the wife. Um, and the opportunities come up to do fly and fly out, two on, two off. And, you know, the missus isn't happy, isn't keen on it. I'm not really keen on it, but, you know, I see it as a good quality, quality time when I'm back. Um, you know, just wanted to get some advice on how you guys, um, you know, stick with it. Um, obviously, keeping the missus happy, you know, it'd be pretty, obviously pretty hard to be away from your wife when you're used to being home every night to then go on, you know, two weeks of stint, not seeing her. You know, can you um, shed any light on things to make it easier at camp, you know, little things to put in your room or do, you know, routines that you've found that help out? Uh, anything would be appreciated. Thanks, fellas. Have a good one. Now, we've been getting absolutely peppered in DMs yeah. with these sort of questions. So oh, I thought yeah. this was really <clears> good to sort of cover all bases. And sorry if we haven't gotten back to you, it's hard because if I check it, I've got no idea. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I thought this was really good to sort of. No, that's good. That, that is good. What have you got? What do you reckon, Cam? What have you got for that? Oh, yeah, you just got to. Oh, just communication with your missus. If you're both fucking I'm an R now. I don't you know, you go give it a go. But, yeah, strict routine, Jim. Fucking when you're over there, hook in, work on stuff that you want to look forward to for your days off. That's probably the main thing. But um, I reckon if you're starting off a bit uneasy on it, fuck, I don't know if I'd be doing it. Uh, I don't agree. I reckon if you're starting out uneasy, you're always going to be uneasy starting something new. You know what I mean? Like... If you're, it'd be weird if you weren't fucking uneasy about about going to do it, because you're doing something fucking totally new. Like you said, he's been at home every day and he's about to be away. But man, all I'd fucking say is, um, when I when we started doing this podcast and I had something to do when I got back to my room after work and stuff, it made it made a massive difference for me. So. I'd yeah, I'm not talking about just you on thing like the whole relationship. I'm like, where do you want to go? No, yeah, I'm. Well, I'm you got to make sure your missus is going to be right doing the two weeks off too, because that that's when they can be looking for someone else or they're struggling. And you might be right. You're a sweet. I'm in roster. I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm getting to that. I was yeah. I was just going to say, make sure. I think FaceTime and stuff like that helps a lot with me, as in calling the missus, going through what's happening, being real, like making sure you keep your communications up and seeing how things go. I can honestly say that I've never done two on, two off. Mm. I've only done seven on, seven off. And by the end of that seven days, I was pretty, I was fucking pretty keen to go home. So that's a pretty big ask, doing two weeks. Um, But 
all you can do, man, is keep your communications up and give it a go. Like if she, if you aren't fucking coping with it, then then it's just not going to work, is it? No, you know? I think I think seven seven is pretty good. It's a good mm. balance. By the time you're gone, there's a bit of a rough period the last couple of days, probably for both parties. Yeah. But then there's that little push going, oh, he's only going to be home in a couple of days. Depends if you have kids too. That's I right. That's a, kids, the, having the kids things is a massive one. If you don't have kids, I feel like you can. Um, it's not as as hard because like she's not having to wake up that fucking be there every second of the day the whole time, you know what I mean? She might be able to go with her friends and, and have a bit of let, like let the steam blow off. But if she's got kids stuck at home... That two weeks, man. Then fucking hell, it it, it does start to get old from quick, eh? That duration just changes the week, um, the two weeks because the missus has now got to mow, or someone's got to come in and mow. Yeah, um, she does all the cooking for full two weeks, and then you want to have a bit of a break coming back, and then you got to cook. But in saying that too, like it's it's hard not knowing a context, like as if if you're just starting mining and you're like righto. I'm starting this even time roster and you have a bit of a goal. Like you might set yourself a goal and say, righto, I'm going to do this for a year, save as fucking much as I can. And in my time off, I'm going to work towards this. I reckon working with your missus, having an end goal where you're going to get to would help as well. Instead of just rocking up out there without any sort of fucking, do you know what I mean? That's right. If you were counting down the rounds going, righto, darling, we got fucking this many to go, good work, look at the savings account, we're getting this kicked over, you know, set yourself some goals, don't just roll out there with fucking nothing to look forward to. I think that's a big one as well. Yeah. Oh, mate, there's there's so So, so much, there's so many pros and there's so many cons. That's right, you could pack up, move into a unit, your missus is that flat out doing uni and study and... Work as well, and you've mm. got all this spare time. You're like, right, oh, let's go work away for a bit, build up money, and both win together. Mm. And then there's the family, the different dynamics, and there's so many different scenarios too. Eh? That's it's right. hard to it's hard to cover that question, um, like for everyone, sort of thing, because like you get the the different rosters, you get the fucking like if you have kids, if you don't have kids, if you're single, if you're fucking married, if you're with someone, you know. I've got a different one too. Yeah. Um, big shout out to my dad. Mm. He worked in the Pilbara on, at Onslow for yep. two and a half years. I think it was like when I was 14 to 16 kind of thing. He did 28 on, seven off. Yeah. Suicide and roster. two of the days were flying to and from Perth. So my advice to you, man, would be to plan shit for the days mm. and look forward to because we would always like, all right, we'll take the boat out here and then we'd have a day to wind down and have like a roast or something because you look forward to it. And although it is hard, you look forward to it and then you really make the most of the time that you have with them. Yeah, and that's good for you coming from someone who was at yes. home. yeah, definitely. Because we've never, that. I've never had the experience being the one at home and mm. waiting for someone to come And there's away. a bit, it was a bit on because like I'm a teenager and it's just me and mum, you know. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty hectic, but... Yeah, that I, I couldn't do that roster personally. I, I'm just um, trying to think if my partner was away, I would not cope. I'm home with the kids. Mm. And I'm going, mm. oh, yeah. And then I'm like, right, when she gets home. Yeah, daddy's playing up. Yeah, 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 that's mm. right. And then it's vice versa. And that's another thing, boys. Sometimes you're away for the week, and if they are home, kids, you can't just oh, I want to go out with the boys and I want to go fishing, I want to go camping, i got me week off. Yeah. You fucking, nah, mum needs a break. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, And then you're stuck around the house, then you're getting even more shitty and then next week you're going back to work again. Yeah. And then it's this vicious cycle. So you just really got to keep that communication going and see what And it works, works for, for some people yeah, and it, it works, works for and doesn't for others. Like it worked for me for ages, man. It wasn't your thing. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, no. it just fucking, like Beck and I from the start, um, like when my son was born, I was working seven and seven. She got used to that and that's that's how we did things. Yeah. You know, and, and it worked and it worked sweet. So if you're a single man, I'd be doing fucking... Maybe not the four and one, but I'd definitely do two and one. Like, make that bulk money and just have the week off. Mm. Like oh. If you're a single bloke, you can be in routine, and you know you get to go play out for a week, go do whatever you want, and mm. make bulk cash again. It depends if you're happy with that as a career, I reckon. Like, if you're happy with that mining job as a career, which is fucking sweet as. Like, if you're a fitter doing seven and seven or an operator, and that's you for good and you're sweet, 
Um, I think that'd be sweet. But if you're trying to do shit on your days off and it's just a short time thing, I think the seven seven things to go. You know, yeah. Because like you said too, two weeks, man, your grass is fucking overgrown. Shit hasn't been done around the house. If a freezer cuts out. Tell Telstra, water, <laughs> bills, bank appointment, dentist. Mm. So, but no, there's, the hospital. there's literally so much to cover with that. And I think it's a very um, specific thing. But yeah, my biggest thing is just to give yourself something to do when you're out there and for your, for with your missus or your husband or whatever, keep your communications up because otherwise, you know, go south pretty quick if you don't. Yeah. Very good chat. Mm. Right, we'll go one more here. Right, bro. They should drop yours. <laughs> Copy. Rotating part of machinery. <laughs> now, I'm just calling up, boys, wanting to know, when you buy a single cab 79 series Land Cruiser, does Toyota supply you with your Acubra? Do they give you a gift voucher for your Acubra? Or is there somewhere in your contract for sale that says once you've left the fucking sales department, you need to go and buy an Acubra? <laughs> because I just fucking left the town while I was there. Two single cab cruisers pulled up. Both fucking drivers got out and they're both wearing Acubras. And I passed a few more coming home. And if they weren't wearing a fucking Acubra, there was one on the dash. Now, it got me thinking, what's the deal? Do, do you just get one fucking with them? Is that why they're so dear? Anyway, boys, stay out of yourselves. Love and potty. Cheers. <laughs> there would be a very high percentage of blokes who drive them that do have an Acubra on. Yes. They just go together, eh? They do. They do. They go together. The Aussie icon or drive you. 100%. Made in Japan. I think I need to buy another Acubra as well because like when I had the dreads, shout out the Too in-laws, they, yeah, they bought me one and I had to buy the biggest size because there was so much fucking hair there. And now there's just no chance of fucking fitting it. So I think I want to go and buy myself a fucking good hat. And it's fucked. I wish you could buy like half and one in cunts, but I feel like that takes away from the hat. Like... What makes yeah, you got to earn that's to look right. Like that. That's exactly exactly right, eh? You you got to earn you that earn hat. The flop. Yeah, earn that hat to look like that. Yeah. So I think I need to do it sooner rather than later. So I've got that good hat. You're just gonna have to put up with the fucking carry on in the meantime. <laughs> yeah. You know, while it's still getting into its work. I wonder if you can get like um like a, a spacer band or something to put in your old one. Oh, dude, it's it's like it's really shocking, big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wish it was something like that, but that like you got to th- like think of how much hair I had. Yeah, that yeah. was before I even went the Viking shit. Like that was the full head. Yeah. So yeah, I've just got to bite the bullet and fucking get another one. I think, but I like the idea of having one just for when you're out and about or you go camping and that's like your best mate. Chuck that cunt on your head and you fucking off you go. But um, yeah. Well, who's your winner? Fuck I, know, me. I know who I would have chose. Probably the first one, if that was me. Yeah, first one was pretty good. Being skeddy. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Cape <laughs> York yarn was good. Yeah, that was good. Oh, you tell me that wasn't Borry, for fuck's sake. I was yeah. like, bro, that's him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I got the white dog poo here. Yeah, uh, the bloke is like the long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, oh my! Back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the poo and the butter. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, poo in the butter. God, I'm fucking poo in the butter. <laughs> God, I'm fucking coming. Um, <laughs> the nun bus. Yeah, obviously the mining FIFO chat was really good to yeah, diversify yeah. it a bit, and then just that cruiser recuperate. I think our mate steaming in at the start was pretty good, wasn't he? Yeah, like, I liked he, it. He, was, he was pretty good. Um, Fantastic delivery, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, just his just energy. A good all around. Just chat. his energy to get us off off this couch a little bit because we're fucking. Like I said, this is still a couple of days after Perth, so <laughs> fucking wounded. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to that chat. That was good. So congratulations, bro. You'll get a uh, carry on hat and yeah, a better beer a few pack. Beers and enjoy getting that red fucking dirt out of your ass. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> fucking oath, get it up, yeah. Fuck, it gets everywhere, doesn't it? 
Yes. I've seen a couple of second-hand cars people have bought and just going, holy. It's like anything, though, isn't it? Like, as in, I think, because normal dirt and dust just must blend in with your skin. Yeah. Where coal red, or red, red dirt, dust. it just sticks out. Yeah. Because, fuck, man, it's like that coal. Oh, I'm so glad to be out of there because it would just show up. Days later, just in creases and crevices you never knew you had. Every bag, every bit of clothing just fucked. Yeah, in your pores. Like just, you, know, you used to go to the sauna, didn't you? Yeah, sweat it out. Sweat it out. Yeah. That's no, good stuff. Shout out to everyone still fucking slaving away out there, boys and girls. I hope we're fucking um, getting you through, making your day a bit better. If you want to get involved, like we said, 07 3102 3932 or. Carry on at alphablokes.com.au. Email me. Yeah, that's Let's right. Go. You can email Quinn with all your shit. So fucking okay. stay out of each other. Thanks for tuning in. Hope we got it over the hump. Fucking another wet Wednesday done. Let's that's go. That's it. Let's go. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 